Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. So, uh, we are in the series Embracing Revival. Are you embracing revival? And we have said the keys, four keys to sustaining the, this revival we're experiencing. One is what? Praying. Please put them in present tense. Present continuous tense. There are four P's. Let me see if you remember them. The first one is what? Praying. The second one? Preaching. The third one? Pastoring. The fourth one? Again, praying, preaching, pastoring, planting. And you're going to be continuing to hear more about this because you're a revivalist. <laughs> yeah, just tell your neighbor, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm a revivalist. I lay hands on the sea, they recover. When I enter a room, demons leave. That's who I am. I want to celebrate JT today. Yeah. Some of you keep hearing JT and the band. This is JT. As far as my information tells me, he's still single. He's anointed. Uh, he's rich. <laughs> he's wise. Unskilled. Do something here. Something. Do something. Cooperate, band. Some of you who are old enough remember Abraham Laboriel. Jetty reminds me of Abraham Laboriel. Hey! Serious man of God. But not only that, I, I'm, uh, uh, of course, if I had like a five hour service, I would celebrate each of these guys individually. So I have to keep picking out one at a time. But Jetty is uh, a real, he blesses me. And I've told him that many times. He's a blessing. His humility, his dedication, his skill. Recently, I, we had a thing in, in my village. And I, I, just a thing, you know, hanging out. And I just told a few guys, oh, we are hanging out in the village. If you want, come. And just drove all the way to my village. Yeah. In, in his uh, chariot he, he's even the one who brought the ice the sack of ice that we used to chill the drinks I was like this guy he's special yeah hey. 
now you, you also come to my village. I might celebrate you, so don't be annoyed because we are not big. Yeah? <laughs> it's funny how we come to church and some people are pretending to be so serious. They think God is seated near them, so they are watching there. <laughs> Please, there is joy in this place. So receive it. The Bible says, in your presence, there is fullness of joy. Fullness, not halfness of joy. Not a little bit of joy, but fullness of joy. Ruth is probably wondering when I'm going to start preaching. I've started. So, well, the four, four keys to certain revival are praying, preaching, Preach, preaching here yeah, we mean evangelism yeah like Doreen pastor Doreen pastoring which is pastoring and discipleship that, that's the key discipling people and, and when we reach that point you'll be very excited about it but now you're excited about praying because then we're talking about and then what what's the last one planting of course I have my notes here I want us to talk about uh, we are going to split it into two Sundays. Eight hacks to a great prayer life. Eight hacks to a great prayer life. So if the Lord is kind to us, we'll cover four today and four next Sunday. Otherwise, if we end up covering one, I'll send you the notes. <laughs> but it is how many? Eight hacks to a great prayer life. Whether those of you who are here at Nalia, you're looking really, really wonderful such a blessing to see you hey. Hey. I'm, I'm starting to worry about how much money worship harvesters spend on clothing yeah anyway no I know it's not the clothes it's you you know there are people they make whatever they wear look good yeah like my wife the people up in the gallery will greet you. <laughs> it hurts to a great prayer life. But I want to first share with you a really interesting thing that I've been seeing in the scriptures, which I've been also talking about. That, you know, the thing we call grace, like God has liberties. Yeah, God has liberties. What purpose is not in revival because you're the most prayerful church? Let me first put that plainly. We are not the most prayerful. I know. I know we are not the most prayerful church. Yeah, because I, I call the prayer meetings and I know people who come and uh, the, the majority who don't. I also know the struggles. Yeah, they are real. <laughs> So uh, let's first forget the idea that, yeah, God just loves us. Yes. And sometimes, it's also, that's what they call grace. God coming to you and on his own volition reveals himself to you. Because Jesus said that whoever, the people we love, we will come to him and make our home with you. That's how God shows you love. God's love language towards you is revelation 
he reveals himself yeah hmm. he says if anyone loves me that's John 14 23 he will keep my word and my father will love him huh? and will come to him and make our home with him is it, there's another one which you just put up is it next or before whichever one it is just give it to me uh, that's the one but the idea that if God says this is how we show you that he loves you he says we Jesus is talking about his, his father and himself and of course how do they reveal themselves to us it's by the Holy Spirit yeah because God is a spirit John 4 24 it's the same that's verse what of the same chapter give me verse 21 of the same chapter thank you pastor Solomon. that's why i wanted you to sit at the front verse 21 jesus said to her uh woman hey wow he was my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and i will love him and manifest myself to him so this is how you know Jesus is loving you. Not by giving you three pairs of jeans. No. Are there people there? How does, how does he love you? Manifesting himself to you. Because of the fallen nature of humanity and the world we live in, it, it is very hard for a lot of people to experience God. Very hard. That's why people don't go to church, who don't come to garage. It's like, there's an opportunity to experience God because most people are depressed they are seeking they are drinking things and smoking things and eating things trying to find some sort of anchor to hold on to and they don't know what they are trying to deal with is an absence of the manifestation of God in their lives. I'm preaching good. I had, I, I almost want to come and just stand there, but there are no lights. No. <laughs> so God, by His grace, comes to people and reveals Himself. And He talks to you. And we see it through the Bible. God came and talked to Noah. The Bible says Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. God came, spoke to Abraham, chapter 12, Genesis. says, now the Lord had told Abraham, based on what? Nothing. There's nothing Abraham had done right, but God just came and started speaking to him. And then later on in chapter 12 and 13 and uh, another chapter, and in 26 for Isaac and in 28 for Jacob, he comes and gives them these promises that we read about in Galatians 3 of I will make you great your, your seed shall be a blessing to all the nations of the earth is it Vera back there it means, I think, which means she can bail me out give me 12 <laughs> towards the end there when he talks to him 12 and then in 13 he separates with Lot yeah, there's that repeat. Ah, no. Later. 
Okay, take me to 13. It will give us the point, and then we'll go to 26 and we'll enforce the point. Then I'll make the point. Chapter 13, towards the end. Towards the end, when they have separated with Lot. Uh-huh. The Lord said, now lift your eyes. Are you in this whole drama? Westward, what, what, next? Uh, the land, I'll give it to you. ETC, keep going. Length, I give it. You see promises, eh? And then, this is the part I wanted to show. Then Abraham moved his tent and went and dwelt by the terebinth trees of Mamre. I know we have a hosting center at a school called Mamre, which are in Hebron. Next verse. And built, uh, read with me, uh huh. And built an altar there to the Lord. This wasn't part of my message, so I don't have all the things lined up, but I want to show you something. God came and, and revealed Himself to Abraham and showed him certain things. And Abraham's response. By the way, it's there even in chapter 12. But in chapter 13, we see... Hi. Now, take me to 12. Take me to chapter 12, towards the end. Because I want these people to see something. Which is the foundation of what we are looking at. Can I have chapter 12? Give me my Bible. Has it come? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, verse 7. Then the Lord appeared. Yeah? The revealing part. Are you seeing that? Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, Uh-huh. To your descendants, I'll give this land. And what happened? And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. Okay. Then they went to Egypt. What, what? He denied Sarah. Don't try at home. Now, in chapter 13, yeah, in verse 14, right? 13, 14. Yeah. So now they've separated with Lot, and then there's this other big promise, and what does Abraham do? The Bible says, and there he built an altar to the Lord. Are, are you seeing the pattern? Now, in chapter 26, actually, let me have my Bible. I'm going to use it now. It looks like my notes have changed officially. In chapter 26, verse what? 12. 2, verse 2. Give me chapter 26, verse 2. Then the Lord appeared to him. This is Isaac now, not Abraham. Yeah? Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land. Keep going. Keep going. This is the promise. Dwell, which I saw to your father Abraham. And what happens in, in the next? I'll make your descendants great through you. All the nations shall be blessed because Abraham obeyed my voice. So Isaac dwelt in Gera. Uh huh. Um, mama, mama. More of the story. Use your Bible, not your memory. Verse 24. Okay, verse 24, then we'll see what happens. Yeah, verse 24. And the Lord appeared to him in the same night. 
people used to read by the way the scriptures in this church and the lord appeared to him the same night and said i am the god of your father abraham do not fear for i'm with you i will bless you and multiply your descendants for my servant abraham's sake so he built an altar there and called on the name of the lord and he pitched his tent there they dug a well now there is a pattern same with it, with jacob i will not go there the pattern is these people are busy minding their business you know if you're busy you'd better be minding some business okay <laughs> and then god comes and appears to them and speaks to them and makes promises to them and what what do they do wherever the lord is speaking they move their tent there they build an altar yeah now here's what i want you to see the encounter was not of their doing they did not cause god to come and speak to them yeah? you can have an encounter with god anytime because he chooses for jacob it was in a dream you could get a vision right now as we are in church you start seeing things now the problem with most christians is that they end on the encounter they are so overwhelmed by the encounter they buy air tickets and go all over the world talking about the encounter or they go looking for more encounters the response of our forefathers to god appearing to them and revealing himself to them was not excitement of going around looking for another one they created a sense of permanence and disciplines that come out of the encounter do you get what i'm saying god has appeared to you the man pitches the, you know for all of them they say they pitch their tent there that's where they stay and then what do they do they build an altar you see an altar is not a, a temporary structure like the tent which means that for this man every morning when he wakes up and opens the flaps of his tent the first thing he sees is what something to remind him god is in this place because you see on the day that god appeared to them they felt something there was a, a feeling a rev you know when god appears to you if god ever comes into your room because it has ever happened to me i didn't see him but i knew it was god first january 2001 i cried the whole night and until i slept and i woke up the next morning feeling like a completely different person totally different person like I, I felt like the mose who went to bed on december 31st 2000 uh -uh, on Jan, uh, yeah and the one who woke up on 2nd january 2001 was a completely different person god had done surgery on me oh totally if i had for different people had completely disappeared yeah. so that's what encounters do now what happened to these men 
After the encounter, what did they do? They knew God is not coming tomorrow night to give me another goosebump feeling. So, I'd better build a thing here made of stone, which every day I will wake up, look at it without any feeling of God and go to pray. They built disciplines around the encounter. Jesus comes to the Jordan to be baptized by John. And what happens at the Jordan? There is an encounter. The heavens open. Slow, slow, slow. So, the heavens open. Voice from heaven. God speaking himself. And said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. I don't know why I need to say this to someone, but God, when God speaks to you, he sounds, God speaks to you in your voice. Yeah. And the reason most people don't hear God, they are expecting him to sound like someone else. So, but this time it wasn't an inner voice. It was, there were like loud speakers, everyone could hear. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well. Please, Jesus had a serious encounter with the Father. The Bible says the Holy Spirit came down in physical form like a what? A dove and settled him. Now, do you know what Jesus did immediately? He didn't come back the next day to the Jordan for a repeat. What does the Bible say? The Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. 40 days and 40 nights of fasting and prayer. Discipline. You have understood? Yeah. After I had that experience, that was my last term at school in my fifth year of architecture class. I... I, I, I started praying every day. I didn't know what I know now. I would pray for a short time, like 30, 40 minutes, but it was daily, every morning. And I would read my Bible, and I would go to the faculty to work, and I would be there the whole day. I would go to the canteen and buy one soda, one Coke. That was my meal for the day. I just, I just realized that I'd, I'd, I'd fasted the whole time when it was ending out of the encounter the encounter is, is dramatic now when the drama is over you put in place predictable patterns of seeking God you have understood eight hacks <laughs> to a great prayer life one Pray daily. That's the first one. Pray when? I was going to ask you a pastoral question, but then I realized that it might not be appropriate in this setting, which is, did you pray today? 
or you were banking on praying at garage <laughs> it is a pastoral question you don't have to answer it publicly but you can answer it in your heart pray daily Luke 5 16 so he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed it was often prayer is not once a week once a week is not often how many of you can guarantee life if you ate once a week no one okay let's move on acts 3 1 now peter and john went up together to the temple i don't hear anyone at the hour of prayer the ninth hour these guys they had an there was the hour of prayer that's discipline the ninth they even tell you what hour it was meaning that every day at that time you were guaranteed to find them going to prayer do these fans work some people might be feeling warm around here hey daniel 6 10 at least this one let's read together daniel 6 10 no, no daniel 6 10 doesn't have peter in it uh-huh together now when daniel knew that the writing was signed he went home i don't hear you and in his upper room with his windows open toward jerusalem he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his god as was his custom since early days ask your neighbor do you have a custom of prayer shout out pray daily tell them daily includes today Mama, mama, mama. The apostles responded when they brought them issues that we are going to derail them from prayer. They said, We will continually give ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. How continually? Continually is daily, at least daily. Pray how often? daily continually amen hey it's so quiet in the room pray daily yeah when the pressures of life come prioritize prayer because this hustle of life that you're trying to engage in is temporary yeah and and usually nothing much comes out of it it's just about don't stop to reflect how useless life can be on earth and how those that you think are successful how there is really nothing to it yeah so what's success what is success over to you yeah so there is this guy you're going to spend the rest of your life with in eternity better get used to him now 
pray daily. The people were, who were working very hard in 1910, okay, in 1922, they are no longer here. So you're not the first one to work hard. Yeah. Now, if they had enough sense to talk to God and become saved, they are probably still talking to him now. Pray daily. Point two. Point two. <laughs> point two. Pray early. <laughs> pray how, when? Early. Psalm 5 verse 3. Psalm 5 verse 3 says, My voice, whose voice? I don't hear you. Whose voice? What does he say? My voice. You shall hear when? In the morning. Lord, in the morning, I'll direct it to you and I'll look up. Heaven is waiting for your frequency in the morning. Yeah. They're like, we're not hearing from this plot. We usually get signal. Where is us? They're like, this is the wrong signal. Yeah, it's usually around 4.35 a.m. What are they hearing? Day one. Day two. You know, when they don't hear from you, when you are behind enemy lines for three, four days, they start thinking something is wrong with our person. They have not called in. <laughs> you know, when you are be when you're operating behind enemy lines, which you are, in case you didn't know, you must have constant radio contact <laughs> with home base. When they keep scrambling the radio, are you there? Do you hear us? Get back to us if you hear us. Nothing. Day one, day two, day three. They now have to deploy a radio team. Pray daily, pray early. Ali. Ali, Ali, Ali. Isaiah 26 9 says, With my soul, I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me, I will seek you when? Ali. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Pray daily. Pray early. Ali. If you think God created you, he has to have priority. You don't give him the crumbs. In the afternoon when you're dozing, you're like, eh, there is God. Ah, dear God, oh, at night in the evening after you've served Pharaoh, you've given Pharaoh your best hours building the treasure cities of this world. You know that's what, what most people do. You're spending your whole life building the treasure cities of this world. That's what Israel was doing, building Pharaoh's treasure cities, and God sent Moses. 
said let my people go that they may worship me and pharaoh was like take a away going where yeah that's how some of you are you are in total bondage when god wants you to serve him to build the church to lead the missional community to do evangelism pharaoh is calling by six o'clock you're on the road 10 p.m you're still on the road back serving pharaoh day in day out day in day out the building the treasure cities of the world all those tall buildings you see there you think they came out of where people's sweat but do you think the people whose sweat produced those buildings are still around they are since long gone they are facing the creator who called them to to, to worship him and they are like no we didn't know it says seek fast the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you don't waste your life building the treasure cities of the world all those skyscrapers in kampala you'll be gone soon and they'll still be there and by soon i mean when you hit 120 they'll still be there people will just be doing renovations renovations from your sweat you didn't lead people to christ you get to heaven there is no one that you sent ahead of time all your sweat went into concrete and glass okay. i know this is a little bit sobering but i'm telling you why people don't pray yeah they are chasing it's pharaoh's dream while God is calling them to the land of promise. Wow. Wow. Shake it. Yeah. You see, Daniel served behind enemy lines in Babylon, but daily three times. That's why he was very successful. Do you ever wonder why Christians are not very successful? Because we are Christians in name, but not in practice. Yeah. We are baptized. We are filled by the Holy Spirit. We go to church. We give a little money here and there and make a pretense of the faith. But if you compare yourself to the disciples of Jesus, can you qualify? We are not Christians in practice. We are not prayerful. That's why we struggle making little, little money. Two million, three, four, five, ten a month. And you think that's worth surrendering your life for? Uh, hey. no 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 pray daily pray early give me that mark 135 <laughs> it's a process verse amen now those who are feeling bad I, you didn't come here for me to make you feel bad you came here for me to awake they are telling you they are taking you to the land of milk and honey but you're like there we had garlic and 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 leeks and what else yeah everything they talked about we are vegetables do you realize how can you be tempted by vegetables cucumber how can you give up the promised land for cucumber of all things hmm 
<laughs> mm. Let's read together. Now in the morning. When? Now. When? Now. Yeah. Then it was Jesus. Now it's you. Yeah. Say with me. Then it was Jesus. Now it's me. What happened? Now in the morning. When? In the morning. Morning is anywhere between 12.01 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. So you have a range of 12 hours to work with until we deal with more details. Now in the morning, having what? Reason. A long while before daylight. Do you know there's a difference between waking up and rising up? It doesn't say having woken up. Waking up, for those who struggle with English, is when your eyes open, you are awake. You can be in bed, fully covered, but awake. And I know that some of you on your 5 a.m. Zoom calls, that's the posture you are having. That's why when they say switch on your video, you're like, I can't switch on my video right now. Why? I know why some people are not excited. I'm talking about them. There is no power. Reason! Reason not woken up. Reason means there is a change of posture from horizontal to vertical. From x-axis to y-axis. Tell your neighbor, I'm rising, I'm rising, I'm rising, I'm rising. In the morning, having what? Reason a long while before daylight. What time in Uganda, what time is daylight and Kenya? Six, six thirty. Okay, is six a.m. a long while before daylight? It's 7 a.m. a long while before daylight. Huh? It's after daylight. It's 8 <laughs> Yeah, I'm just talking about the different times people wake up. That's why 9 a.m. garage is a bit tricky for some people. Movers and shakers at 4. Is uh, 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 is five thirty a.m. a long way before daylight? Ah, look, you can't be neutral on these things because some people are saying no. Some people are like like in statue mode. They they have a button on the side of their tummy which says engage statue mode. So is eight a.m. a long way before daylight? It's 5.30 a.m. a long way before daylight. <laughs> Their network is off even in the room. <laughs> yeah. So what time is a long way before daylight? Anywhere before 5 a.m. Let's, let's have a compromise for the sake of some people. For the sake of some, anywhere before five, 
Yeah, four, four is almost as if a long way before daylight. Yeah. Now, of course, I know what your problem is. You're watching TV up to midnight, and then you want to wake up at four. Of course, your body is going to tell you, no, thank you. So the first thing you have to switch off is the television. And you must have a going to bed time. Yeah, my bed time when I'm, I fulfill it is nine o'clock. Most times I don't fulfill it. But I almost never go past ten, ever. Why? Because I have to be up by a certain time and the doctors tell us you need six hours of sleep to stay healthy minimum. Hey. All right. In the morning, having risen up a long while before daylight, what happened? He, he what? He went out. Went is the past tense of go. Yeah. The past tense of go is not God. He got out. Because some of you may be wondering, what is this went thing? Where is went? Some guy went to the toilet and found someone had written, he has went. So he added ed. And became, he has wented. You know the things that come to people's minds in the toilet, eh? A lot of time to reflect, depending on how long you are there. Now, when a third guy came and he saw he has wented, he was so fascinated. He couldn't leave it alone. He was like, I must improve this thing. He added an L-Y. He has wented The fourth guy thought it was perfect. Should be touched. He went, what's the word? What's the next word after when? He went out. What? Shout me. Out. Where? Out. In other words, even for Jesus, he knew. So, he started. Then what happens? Alarm clock. Now that's when some people are to switch it off. <laughs> Please don't switch it off. So he just let it have its way. Yeah, you know, if you want to succeed at this thing, yeah, the first thing you should engage is your feet. Mm. If you just get up like this and stay there, covered up to here, and the debate begins. You're already on your way to losing the debate. Feet down. You have to swing them. You know, it's a process. You like you swing the feet and they hit the floor. Because when the feet doesn't work, 
So when your feet hit the ground, automatically, the, the head is going to what? Go. I know you're flexible, but you're not that flexible. So once the feet, I'm, I just, you know, I'm, I'm helping the weak brothers here and the weak sisters. Yeah. Once you put the feet down, the head will have to come up. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The head can't stay down if your feet are on the floor. It's not possible. It's not possible. Yeah. And then you check if your muscles are working that day. And you use your hands. Yeah. To. Ah. Once you're in this posture, it is very unlikely that you'll go back. The next thing is to put on whatever you need to put on. And now there is this thing called out. Out means that there is a door you need to go through. If you are in the bedroom, you might be going to the sitting room. Or if you are blessed, like some people here, you might be walking to your prayer room. Uh, washing your face with cold water is a real winner. Yeah. If your bathroom is somewhere near where you stay. Mm. Oh. Cold water. And then you go out. It says he went out to a solitary place and there he prayed. Yeah. And when you get there, what do you do? You pray. I've just shown you. What is the first point? Pray daily. The second one? Pray early. The third one is pray an hour. Pray at least. Yeah. I know pray at least an hour sounds better, but it's too long for some people when they are writing notes quickly. So you add at least when you're going home. Yeah, you see, Peter and, and John, they went up to the temple at the hour of prayer. If it was the hour of prayer, the idea was they were going to pray an hour. And it wasn't the only hour of prayer because remember when Peter was in Joppa, he went up to the roof at what time? Wasn't it at midday? Also nine hour. If you type in Joppa, J-O-P-P-A, book of Acts, they will tell us where it is. It's chapter 10. It's chapter 10 of Acts. Amen, amen. Eight hacks to a great prayer life. Yeah, about the ninth hour of the day. Yeah. Take us back. Take us back. Huh? Acts 10 9. Okay. Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. So you get a sense that these guys had a three hour timer. Sixth hour, ninth hour. 
third hour when Peter when Jesus came walking on the estate was in the third watch so the, the night seasons are watches the day seasons are hours anyway I'm just saying prayer an hour it will do you good look look what happened when these guys were with Jesus. Matthew 26, 40 to 41. Let's, let's read. Then he came to the disciples and found them what? Hey, these were the pastors in Jesus' ministry, ministry international. The immediate assistants, the ones who were laying hands on the sick, the ones who were trying to raise the dead, the ones who were casting out demons. What did he find them doing? And said to Peter, Oh, I'm so, I can understand that you're tired. I can imagine you had just started praying and you fell. It's okay, it's okay. Let me go back and pray. You guys be sleeping. Is that what he said? Peter, is that what he told Peter? What did he say? What, what's that word? How, what do you think is that? Do you, do you think? What? <laughs> uh, what do you think it was like? What? You're like, what a shock. <laughs> Could you not watch with me one hour? One hour? Look at your neighbor real close. Try and see. Uh, uh, what do you think Jesus would tell them if... Okay. Please leave your neighbor. Look at yourself. <laughs> uh, what? Could you not? Now, here is... Well, let me tell you something. Most of you here, in your mind, you pray for hours. It's just in your imagination. Yeah. When you think about you think. Now, let me advise you. Use your watch or your phone next tomorrow when you go to pray in the morning. Time. Because the first time I had Bishop Doug preaching about this, I was like, hour? Just one hour. Then you show up in your prayer room like this with a bounce. Then when you feel like, I think we are to like one hour, 15 minutes. <laughs> You check 12 minutes. <laughs> like, eh. You know, when you don't time yourself, you think you've prayed the whole night. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. You, yeah, you should time yourself. Yeah. You will feel, you, there is a way, especially when you pray in tongues, eh? there is a way in which you feel like 
I'm even about to be late for work. It's just been 12 minutes and you think it's an hour. So time yourself. Now, here's the thing you can do to make it more endurable. Play something. Play music. Have a nice Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, me, I have my Bluetooth speaker, which I use. Play, put on your Bluetooth speaker and put some music. I, I like using Benny Hinn's healing, Master's healing touch. I, they arrange volume two, volume one, volume three. Then there is one called over what, then two other. I have like six of them. Yeah, I don't remember ever praying through all six of them because they are four hours and uh, like 30 minutes. But I can tell what's on what song I'm around what time. Other people have got a better hack than me. They play using summons and they use my summons. So I'm about to also try it out. Because they say that it works for them. Because you're praying in the spirit. That will be another point later. But pray an hour. How do you pray an hour? Well, yeah. Point four. Pray passionately. Say passionately. Shout it out passionately. James 5.16. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another. Are you there? you're not reading that you may be healed what does he say the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much some of you did chemistry you remember that when you put sodium in water is it sodium in water huh? uh, it looks like i'm alone here there are people here who claim to have passed chemistry but Uh, I, if I say the result, then you'll tell whether it's the one. There's something called effervescence. That's what? Sodium in water. Okay. For those of you who are from the village like me, do you remember the first time you drank a Coca-Cola? Huh? There was a fountain. <laughs> There is fervence. That's what they are talking about. It says Elijah prayed earnestly. Hebrews 5, 7, talking about Jesus, says, Who in the days of his flesh, are you there? When he had what? Offered up prayers and supplications. This is Jesus. How? With vehement cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was hard because of his godly fear. Hey, if Jesus prayed vehemently, fervently, some of us, we are, we are too much digging. Dear Lord God, sir, thank you today. Dear, thank you today. Give us food as we go to work. Jesus, then protect us, guide us, cover us. Amen. No, 
please let's get serious that's not fervent prayer is that fervent prayer yeah fervence involves volume hmm? yeah. involves passion vigor passion volume intensity hmm. have you ever been in love with someone who lacks all those <laughs> I wish you not such. Yeah. Stand up and let's pray. Thank you, Father. We bless your name. You're wonderful. Come on, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice to the one who loves us, the one who gives life. We bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you call us that you invite us that you involve us in what you're doing that you call us to prayer we bless your name jesus everywhere at all the locations all the hosting centers everyone on your feet and let's pray just open your mouth and pray pray in the spirit if you know how to pray in the spirit if you don't just pray in english we bless you we bless you we bless you we bless you, we bless you, Jesus. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We honor you.
Thank you, Father, for your goodness. Thank you for the gift of life in Christ. Thank you that you invite us into relationship, to prayer, to know you, to serve you, to walk with you. Ah, thank you, Jesus, for the joy of knowing you. And friends, you might be in the room this morning. I know you are here and in other in our locations and hosting centers and you've never given your life to jesus i'm going to give you an invitation to do that right now and i'll pray with you it's so simple and the bible says that with the heart one believes unto righteousness but with the mouth confession is made to salvation in romans 10. so i want you to just pray the prayer with me of confession so that we can receive you into the kingdom is that okay with everyone so if you're there and you would like to do that right now can you can i see your hand wherever you are just put your hand up straight straight there's nothing to be ashamed of just put it up straight yeah if you're here put and you're giving your life to jesus hands up hands up hands up everybody if you're giving your life to jesus someone up all right thank you my sister i see your hand someone else someone else someone else someone else over there thank you thank you now can someone help me lead those people forward as more people put your hands up there's there are more people if you're next to the person please walk with them walk with them if you're their neighbor walk with them this this is pastors i don't know what's happening pastors move quickly more hands giving your life to jesus this morning this morning this is the day of salvation this is the day of salvation. Thank you, my brother. Just stay with him. Just stay with him. Can I shake your hand? God bless you. Welcome. Just someone else. Someone else. There is nothing to be ashamed about when it comes to Jesus. No need to be ashamed. No need to be ashamed. Yeah. Anybody else? You're like Mose. It's me. It's my day. I've, I've, heaven is. I see your hand, my brother. Thank you. Come, come. Someone is coming with you. Somebody else. We will love and adore. Welcome, my sister. Oh, 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 oh. Isn't it wonderful? Hey, Pastor Tony, you have left my sister here by herself. Stand, stand with her so that she doesn't feel alone. Amen. There's another brother coming. Can we keep celebrating as people come? Celebrate Jesus. All right. There is someone else. There is someone else. Please, just your hand. Just give me that hand. You're the one. Give me the hand. You're the one. You're the one we're waiting for. You're the one. Is there someone else? Yeah. Help me check with your neighbor. Tell neighbor, do you want me to walk with you there? I can walk with you. Just let's do community evangelism. Welcome, my brother. Please stay with him. Here we are, one of our values is love. Actually, it's the first value of worship service. We are legit, loving, excellent, generous, involving, and transparent. So, what the greatest expression of love is to show people the Father's love. Because our love as human beings is limited. But when people come to Christ, then they get to receive love from the one whose love never runs out. Amen? So I want you to do it for me right now, there where you are. I want you to practice some love. Find out if someone wants you to walk with them here so that they receive the Father's love. Amen. Just check. Uh, yeah. 
I know some people they are with their spouse, they are like, <laughs> I think you're, you're sorted. But just check on the other side of your spouse. If someone wants you to walk with them, just check. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else, can we celebrate my brother? He has crossed the chicken line. There is no fear. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the family of God. Yeah. Anybody else? Oh, you are Worthy of praise, without we will love and adore. You are high and exalted, worthy of praise. Holy is the Lord. We'll be singing this for forever. Now my brothers and my sister who have and my sister who have come just pray this prayer after me and everyone will pray with you so you don't feel alone say lord jesus thank you for today i cross over from darkness to light i receive you as my lord and savior forgive me my sins and give me a new start amen if you pray that prayer even those who are online and at all the locations i believe you are born again and we are going to be singing this song for a long time all the way even in heaven can you hear me celebrate my brothers and my sister who have come to the knowledge of our lord jesus amen now this is pastor stephen the, the one in a jacket you know he's like a real pastor he has some beautiful books to give you and also take your contacts so that we can reach you and, and be able to walk with you this journey. Amen. So just go with him. He's just going over here. No, nowhere secret. And then we'll continue. Amen. 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 We are out of time. Uh, but if you're online and you're watching, the number to call or to text if you made that decision for Jesus is 775 0775 six four two four four nine call that number take that number there's a pastor on the other end of that line to you as as we continue amen now i'm going to pray so let's pray father thank you for healing your word declares healing is the children's bread so i cast every sickness trying to manifest itself in your children's bodies in the name of jesus i rebuke it of every kind and every manifestation of it pain rashes itches headaches etc everything be gone we speak miracles abundance of miracles in your bodies you're going to receive healing in the name of jesus so thank you lord because there's nothing impossible with you in jesus name amen we command financial miracles upon you that there will be no struggle as far as your finances are concerned for the father knows the things you need even before you ask him so that shall be your portion that shall be your portion thank you father for those who have not received the gift of speaking in tongues i declare it now that that's going to be their portion today today they will speak in tongues we thank you and honor you in jesus name amen and friends may god bless you may he cause his face to shine on you may he give you peace may you experience his goodness and his grace Amen.
our first time guests where where you're at if you are first time guests can i see your hand we had a lot of first time. thank you so much for joining us uh my sister there in a peach dress she's going to take you to a vvip corner behind this stage just to get to know you and catch up with you our second service if you didn't know starts at 11 30 nowadays they have to make the change because sometimes i don't end at 11 so forgive but 11 30 not 11 15 so it's 11 30 so you can have some more time to fellowship over that drink we are in season 21 but i think we can have some drinks uh, before you go home amen so god bless you so much see you on Sunday. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Two eight one five five five. We're taking territory.